Welcome to Cocktails Over Coffee, a podcast that spotlights truly inspiring individuals who have taken a leap of faith by leaving their corporate careers, otherwise known as their coffee, to pursue their passion, otherwise known as their cocktail. I'm Janae Green, and I am so excited to be here today with Tannis. Hi, guys. Cheers. Cheers. We're drinking a Tom Collins. Tom Collins. Tannis' drink of choice. It's like my summertime turn anytime drink. And she said, I made this, and she said it was pretty good. I never made one before. This is tasty. Thoroughly impressed with myself. We'll get through more than one of these. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I've got, I've got plenty of gin in the kitchen. So. Who's got gin? <laughs> All right, so let's start from the very beginning. Yeah. Let's talk about what your coffee was. What were you doing? The nine to five was I was a digital content and media manager mm-hmm. at Foot Locker Corporate. Okay. Which I don't necessarily know that title really described what I did. I was really kind of creative directing right. um, all of our sort of outbound marketing materials, really. Um, okay, so you kind of were like wearing a couple different hats. I was wearing a lot of different hats. Tons it was the of kind hats. of company where the teams were small, right. you had to do a bit of everything. All hands on um, deck. And that is. It's fun in the beginning because you're like, oh, oh my it gets God, old. I have so much like impact and I have power right. and I get to do all this stuff yeah um but I quickly learned that I had to stop raising my hand yeah I was like oh you'll overwork yourself you guys keep saying yes but like yes. nobody's helping me right so I've right. got to stop suggesting stuff you know <laughs> yeah stop coming up with good ideas right no really you know <laughs> and um but it was fun and I was just I was working on a lot of campaigns mm-hmm. and producing a lot of content and and being on sets like at least three four times a month and i was like wow Wow. i love this this is like awesome um and then you realize how exhausting it can be at times you know and so the the coffee started overflowing and i was too much too much caffeine yeah i was really getting the jitters and Mm -hmm. it got to the point that i was like i've got to stop like something's got to give so was what did you want to do when you were growing up was this it no i mean i it's always tough. Like, what did you want to be when you grow up? I know. I mean, I had, know it's like know. pick an age. You know? Yeah. Honestly, I yeah. mean, like I played basketball my whole life. So up until probably my senior year of high school, I you, I thought basketball was it. I mean, I didn't think I was going to the WNBA, but I had you were going to be some, past that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so once I got to college, I really got into like digital, and that's when mm-hmm. I got like my first WordPress or my blogger or whatever, right. and was like, oh, I kind of like digital stuff mm-hmm. um and then i graduated got an internship with complex magazine when they were like peak oh, digital yeah, everything yeah, very cool and it was like the top 50 this and lists about everything and right. i was like this is awesome yeah um and i just i found a, a a really comfortable place in the digital world okay um and then it was just kind of like all right let's transition from there so so what were you transitioning into um from complex it was mtv there was like a hiatus mm-hmm. in between the two. Okay. Um, but then it very was, cool companies. By the I way. know, weird. I mean, you have a pretty cool resume. Listen, <laughs> but like, don't let it fool you, honey. Don't let it fool you. No. I mean, the resume is uh, glimmery, it's but it's fun. Yeah, it's been. It's, I mean, I have. I will say, like being in New York, I've been super fortunate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dream jobs. Dream jobs. Yeah. But like, also hustling to get those jobs. Like, yeah, don't it didn't ever, come to you. Yeah, you know. Right. I applied just like everyone else. This yep. wasn't like you a interview homie just hookup. like everyone else. Truly, yeah. truly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, after Complex, it was MTV, and I was there for like four years, mm-hmm. and that was like amazing. Right. Working you on. We were doing incredible stuff. It was MTV. so cool, like yeah. working on the VMAs. What was your favorite was, thing you did? It Was it the VMAs? 
Yeah, 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 for sure. I think I worked on like five VMAs while I was there and countless other award shows. But like so cool. sneaking into Beyonce's dress rehearsal. Wait, what? Hands Let's talk about down. that. I mean, I, I knew about this story, but I want everyone else to know because that's, <laughs> first of all, it's so badass. I think I snuck in twice. I think I snuck in twice. Oh, wait, you're a repeat offender. Two, two different VMAs. It was becoming a thing. <laughs> it was amazing. Okay. Um, it was like, how'd you do that? Well, you had a credential. Yeah. And so you can get past certain people. You can get past certain people. I can't reveal my sources. She wasn't in the dressing room, was I she? Wa- no, 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 no. This was, she was on stage. Like, okay. I snuck into a a dress rehearsal where she was on stage. Uh, and okay. somehow, someway, I managed to find a seat. And I just sat there and nobody told me to leave. And I was just oh like, gosh. I won't do anything, I swear. Just don't look at me. I and, won't look at you. Yeah. And then that was just like, I was like, guys, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> and my mom's calling me. She's like, what do you think I see on TV? And I'm like, mom, I'm in the truck in the back. <laughs> you don't see me. It's I promise me. you. It's not me. Oh, all moms want to believe. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sweetie, me and your dad, I think we see We're you. We're watching you. You're not. Mom, <clears throat> I'm in a truck. Um, I'm in a truck right now. I'm not there. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, so it was MTV and then leaving there and getting a chance to go to Foot Locker. Very cool. And spreading my wings really there and like finding my confidence and being able to be where I am now. So, what was the jump from like MTV to Foot Locker? Like, was it an increase in responsibilities? Were you like. Yeah, such an increase. I think I I left um, MTV as a coordinator Mm -hmm. and I joined Foot Locker as a manager. Incredible. I wasn't really managing too many people while I was a coordinator. Sometimes managers don't have anything to manage. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For anyone, I'm, I would yeah, say. Yeah, anyone, anyone, yeah. 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 Um, and so when I came to Foot Locker, I was given a lot more freedom than I was ever used to. Nice. Um, Viacom as a whole, I mean, there's just so much red tape. It's yeah to do anything, right, you know? Right, right. And so, like, to have an impact feels really difficult because... Right. Yeah. I can't get through Everything's all this stuff. Everything's kind of set up. And yeah. You, you can't really, like, you can't be as creative as you want to be. There's no way. Yeah. Because it's there's so many people and there's so many decisions that have already been made before it gets right. to little old you. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I was like, well, you know, just kind of going along with mm-hmm. it. But, like, taking and learning really valuable lessons along the way right. about what it's like to work at a big company and what yeah. big budgets are like and yeah. what it's like to be able to have access to certain things. Right. Um, so I took that with me when I went to Foot Locker, where it was much more scrappy and mm-hmm. like, who do you know here? And I'm yeah. like, oh, You're like I got to pull some. Resources. I got to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, and so with that, that new role came that new freedom and mm-hmm. came a new sense of like how I wanted to define myself within the company and within my role. Right. Um, and I think I just ended up falling into what I did at Foot Locker because mm-hmm. that definitely wasn't the job description. I think I just like. Don't you love that? <laughs> One time I did a job and the title was special projects. So I was like, who knows what this is? And they do that on purpose. Yeah. Because they're so like, they it's gonna... like, no, 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 this falls into a special project. I'm like, this is, I'm writing a story. Does it? Like, <laughs> it's a special project because nobody else wants to do it. You get everyone else's work. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it very quickly sort of turned into this, um, hey, you did that last thing really well. Do you want to do it again? Yeah. And you're like, not really. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> sure, yes, thank you. <laughs> you know, um, and 
thankfully, I actually liked what I did, mm-hmm. and I really liked the results. Yeah, um, and I was able to bring people along with me, yeah. like my peers. You, you definitely like pulled and some so people that felt, into your projects, which was really cool. That felt amazing, right? You know, like literally my very first project that I was able to work on. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, do you know a photographer?" And, like, and the only like photographer I knew at the time was Mark. Mm-hmm. Was Mark, Mark C. C. And I was like. Yeah, I know somebody. Yeah. Which is incredible because you got him a gig. Yeah. Yeah. We did a couple. We did a couple together at Vlogger. It was awesome. Amazing. Um, and it was just, it's it's one of those times where you're like, I'm relying on my friends yeah. to make me look good at work. You're so like, I, I really have to trust you. I have to trust you. Yeah. And like, you know, we we built up a rapport, so it was fantastic. But it's a lot of pressure. You it know? is. And you're like, I'm bringing you into my workplace. This right. is how I pay my rent. Exactly. Please don't, don't act the fool. You know, right. like literally. And he was just, he was so Incredible. amazing. He was so so amazing. They got the photos back, and they were like, Wait a minute. We we need you. What is this? And yeah. I was like, You know. Yeah, he, he's a photographer. He yeah. does this. <laughs> and then from there, it was like. Nonstop. I did 40 campaigns my first year. 40? Okay, how does that work? How long does a, a campaign take? Because there's only 12 months in a year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, yeah. You're like, well, what, what's uh, sleep? That's no, yeah, really. It, I mean, we worked on a lot of campaigns at the same time. Okay. Um, you find oh yourself in multiple places or you're hiring out a lot which is again was a was great for me because as i said before i was just able to bring my peers along see that's beautiful because i feel like i mean that happened to me at one job where i wanted to be able to do that i was like i got a photographer i got a dj got all these people i'm like but we've always worked with this person i'm just like why did you hire me yeah i can't be i can't do anything if i have to work with the same people yeah Yeah. and i was like i have my people they're probably better than yours and also they are cheaper yeah yeah but like yeah it's nice that Foot Locker gave you that freedom they They wanted they wanted that they were like hey we want to build up our creator you know right which was great because for me it was tough and you know it was a blessing in disguise basically but coming from a place that was basically a content house they just yeah. made content all the time to coming to a company that was just getting into content mm-hmm. that was like what kind of camera should we buy and i was like wow all right so we're starting page one yeah we're starting <laughs> for page one you right know? but with that came a lot of decision making and came a lot of influence so nice. i was like i kind of like that nice. you know um but yeah 40 campaigns just like back to back insanity intense okay so while you were at Foot Locker and also all these jobs you were also working on personal projects right yes yes so trying to trying to trying to I found that so while I was at MTV for the four years that I was there I was able to write and write produce and direct three films three short films all self-financed which was like awesome amazing yeah. incredible it was it was fantastic I, I had a lot of, but I had a lot of free time with that coordinator role I had a lot of free time right 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 uh, you to, not as much was on your back exactly okay um, and so I was I found that to be my real calling I was like this mm. is what I love yeah. like I just get to like write stories and mm-hmm. make up all this fun stuff and then go on set and make it come to life like, yeah that's so fun um, and so I did that at MTV and I had enough time to do it and then I found when I got the new role that I just I didn't Your have time, time. limited I yeah. didn't have time um, and it was the first time in my life that I felt like my job was stopping me from pursuing my dreams. Mm-hmm. I never felt that before. Wow. I never ever felt that before. Um, Which is probably a challenge because you yeah. were happy with what you were doing. Yeah. But 
you weren't able to pursue the things that like you know wake you up in the morning exactly exactly and there's you know there's the cachet because you're like you're doing all this cool stuff and you get to work with these people right that doesn't necessarily mean i'm like happy about it all the time yeah you know exactly um and so i had to like something had to give something something had to give ultimately and it was that corporate job it was the corporate job so tell me about the process leading up to that like did you have a plan did you create a timeline? I saving? tried to. I tried to create a plan as okay. best I could. Um, I, I did. I thought about it probably for like consistently. I thought about it for six months. Okay. I didn't think about really, really doing it until yeah. two or three months before. And then once I decided, I was like, Go "All time. right, September one. That's it. You're out. That's the date you that's set. It, yeah. Was it the Monday after Labor Day? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it what was. Was okay. And, but and, and and then I ended up saying that till that Friday, okay, just fine. to like, you know, yeah. whatever. But um I was committed to it. I was like, yeah. this is the date. Once I decided, I was like, once you tell them, there's no going back. They're not gonna give you your job. There's I mean no, they might. But perhaps they might, right? But probably not. <laughs> they'd be like, Well, God bless. <laughs> yeah. You wanted to do it. Your desk you is know? packed up. <laughs> Thank you so much. We have someone coming in in a few right. hours. Yeah. You know, so don't ever right. think that these people are loyal. Oh, no, no, no. You know? They will replace you in a heartbeat. Actually, they probably already have. Your, have. your have. teammates, your coworkers have probably already raised their hands before you're fully out the door. It happens all the time. Is this the part where I say, <laughs> I was asked by teammates while I was there what you they kidding? needed to do to get the job? So you literally had people like vying for your position while you're yeah. still in and being like, yo, yo, what should I do? And I was you're like, like, I'm still here. <laughs> I was like, be me. Yeah. I'm leaving because nobody can and I right. recognize that. Right. So best of luck. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Okay, so you you planned for September one. Yeah, planned for September one. Um told talked to my family about it a lot. Yeah. Talked to my parents who were like Okay. All That's right. That's the parent dance. They you know? Like, yeah, because they oh, want to be supportive. Yep, they don't want to ever tell you, no, you shouldn't. Um, and I realized, honestly, a little bit earlier that, like, I, I mean, I'm thankful that I come from very supportive parents who mm-hmm. are both, like, pursue your dreams, do whatever you yeah, want to do. Um, but my mom has uh, my mom has worked a, a nine-to-five, a corporate office job her, her whole life. Yeah. But she also runs a theater company and has run a theater company for the last 20 so years. So she's got, like, a little cocktail inside of her company. Yeah, so I realized, I'm like, wow, this, like, side hustle stuff is trendy now. But, right. like, I've seen you with a side hustle since I was born and I didn't even realize it, you know? Right, so you're like, um, it can be done. It can be done, and I see what happens when people are passionate about something but also want to make sure that they have, can you know. provide for their family. Yeah, exactly, they exactly, yeah. exactly. So I was like, it's possible. Right. Um, but then once I decided I was going to do it full out, yeah, they were just like, we think you're going to kill it. We're excited. Your family said my, this. My mom was like, I am so proud of oh, you. Oh, that's like, the best. Sweetie, I wish I had that courage when I was your age. And like, they were just. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. That like That's the reassuring feeling that oh you my, need. If mom and dad aren't down, I yeah. don't know if it's going to work. It usually you know? does. I spent so much time convincing my parents, but I didn't need to. I was trying yeah. to convince myself, actually. Yeah. I told my parents and they were like, we support you. You've got a plan. I was like over explaining it. I was like, no, no, but, and they're like, no, no, we said we support you. Go do it. Yeah. It was really me. I was trying to convince. You're trying to convince yourself. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people who were like, 
oh my god you're gonna be so great and then yeah. i was like you don't know that you have no idea this could, this could all be <laughs> not really bad yeah yeah um but having their support was just was it was priceless amazing um, and then my girlfriend just being there and being like all right I'm, you got this you got it i'm here you had a good team behind you. i had a without it i just there was no yeah. way and no especially idea. trying to do it in new york is terrifying oh my gosh it's terrifying, but also the city that almost makes it okay because there's a yeah. ton of people here doing it and making it. A hundred percent. Whereas if, I, if I'm back home in like the Midwest and they're like, you're going to quit your job and do what? Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. And I don't think I would have done it any place else besides New York. This is where you do this. It was the place to do it. There's there's too many opportunities right. for you here to, yeah. to, to not do it yeah. almost. Um, and so I was like, all right, well, New York is my safety net. And, yeah. and as crazy as that sounds, right. the no, city is. is my safety net. It is. Um, and, and at so, this point, you had yeah. built up enough, uh, enough connections here, yep. enough relationships that you, this really was your safety net. Yeah. Save, I saved my money. Yep. I did, I, I did the thing. Yep. I was like, mom, dad, I can do this. Figured out all this stuff ahead of time. Knew that I wanted to start a company, mm-hmm. um, and sort of took the month of September to plan uh, announcing the company. Okay. Took a little time off to work on some stuff to just like Great. exist to, in New York for right. a second. Yeah, before going full force into yes. your own thing. Into all right, what's you know what's going on now? Yes. Um, and so that was great. It was great. Yeah. To just it was good to take that breather. detox for just a second and experience New York. As like a tourist again. Oh my god! This is what I I've said this so many times. Like, we live in New York and we don't get to experience it. We don't get to go outside when it's daylight. Besides two days on the weekend, and most times we're at brunch and we maybe don't even remember the daylight. You know what I mean? You get to brunch at twelve one, and you're there till seven. You literally. You know what I mean? It's like so. I was like, I live in this amazing city, but I'm not getting to experience it. And that was one of the things that like you know prompted me i was like i want to enjoy because yeah. i'm not gonna live in new york forever so i want to enjoy the city while i'm here and yeah. that means not being tied down to an office all day yeah i remember thinking just you know having the nine to five and going to lunch and being like how are this many people outside out during the day oh my gosh i was, <laughs> I was like where's everybody going i would be like well i would be doing a walkthrough or something or i would pass central park i was like this is way too crowded. You know what I mean? For like you guys to all be like surviving and living in New York. It was it was truly one of those things. And I just started, once I got the bug, I started talking to a lot of my friends that were freelance. Mm, yeah. Before I decided to fully yep, go, yep, I talked to all of them and I was like, okay, how are you existing in this city the same way I am, yeah. but you don't have a job like I do? Right. How and do I'm barely it? making it with you a know, job. You know, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, and we're at the same events. We're going to the same thing. Yeah. We're meeting the same people. Right. We're living the same life how are you doing it yeah and just talking to them and learning and being like wow so you just like did it you just did it and they're like yeah resigned and you went and lived your life yep so okay let's talk about what your cocktail is you kind of like gave us a sneak peek of your cocktail but like tell us exactly what your passion yes. is what you're doing. So the cocktail um, is that I opened my own production company and uh, McColl Creative Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, where the where did the name McColl come from? It's my middle name. McColl. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, I'm like big on middle names. I mean, my middle name is Destiny, and like that's my Instagram handle. Yeah. But I just like I never really know other people's middle names. I yeah, that's I should start asking people to introduce themselves by first and middle name. I swear, most people. <laughs> I feel like most people always sort of incorporate their middle names in something, some, especially yeah. especially women. Well, if you have a cool middle name, because some people's middle names are like, I mean, no offense, but like 
Well, I'm not even going to say it. I was going to be like, let me be quiet. Because everybody has like a middle name like Elizabeth. And I'm like, oh, okay. yay. Yeah, okay. cool. Maybe, maybe leave like, it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay, but, so Nicole's your middle name. Yeah. And so it's McColl Productions. McColl Creative Studios. McColl, I just made up a whole yeah, new yeah, name yeah, for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're here. Yeah, here yeah. we are. Okay, so McColl Creative Studios. Yeah. What was the process like building that and announcing it? Yeah. And like, what money did you put towards it? All of Tell that. me all of that. Um, so I think I started the idea of McColl several years ago before actually like getting an LLC mm-hmm. and like properly going through the channels. Um, so I just always had this idea that McColl was this thing that I wanted to create. And okay. it didn't really have a, um, a title for it or if it was a company, if it was a blog, right. if it was a brand. That, you know, I didn't really know. It was something. It was just something. Yes. Um, and so once I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. I actually... <laughs> Funny enough, I asked some of my coworkers at the time, I was like, what should I name my new company? Mm-hmm. And I was very honest with them about this. It wasn't the coworkers like, at Foot Locker. Yeah. That, they were like cleaning off your desk because you're asking. They're like, so, you, so you're leaving soon, right? I was like, yeah, what should I call it? Yeah. Okay, what they said. No. Um, and uh, good ideas or were they all garbage? I, well, good ideas because someone suggested studio within the name. And I was like, mm. studio's good. Because I always wanted to call it studio's a studio. Studio's cool. Um, but I didn't have a physical studio space to be like, you can come here and mm-hmm. do it. You I can see. take photos. Right. Um, but then we kind of went through the whole discussion. There's like a lot of companies are called studios, studios that, that don't have a physical have a space. Physical studio yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, the world is your studio. The world is my oyster. You know there what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, so I kind of I thought about the name a little bit more and I really wanted to stick with McCall. I really wanted to incorporate studios. But I also wanted to get across that like, I, we are a creative yeah. house. We just are a creative studio. Things. So yeah. we, I had a creative. So McCole Creative Studios. I like it. Um, which just lets you know that we're able to kind of do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so essentially we're a fo- photo and video production company that specializes in telling stories with and about people of color. Wow. Love that. That's what we specialize in. And that's yeah. what you were kind of, the projects that you worked on while you were working full time. Yeah. Those kind of all fit into McCole Creative Production. Exactly. Studios. Creative Studios. McCole Creative Studios. Literally yes. can't get, it's the Tom Collins. Yes, it's good. It's good. It it's the good. yogurt and the Tom's Collins. The, the yogurt that is not soaking up my Tom Collins. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so, yeah. so what was the beginning process like? Did you have a team from the beginning or were you the team? I was the team. You were the I team. I was the team, yeah. I mean, thankfully, another really significant part for me was i don't think that i would have been able to do what i'm doing now without having my nine to five without have having the corporate job experience yeah yeah for me it's been insanely crucial because right. i'm like i know how it works i know how it is yes. to be in an office i understand that i don't need to talk to the social media manager yep. about getting xyz i need to talk to integrated marketing yeah it's need, actually you know, crucial training it really is yeah. it's a really really imperative to sort of have that understanding Absolutely. and um it just gave me the 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 sort of outline for my own business because Mm -hmm. I was like okay I know that I need to come out of the gate strong so I need to make sure that I have all of my finances in order because I had to deal with a lot of billing while I was at Foot Locker so I'm like I know what these invoices need to look like I know everything that they need to say I know what they don't need to say I know how to itemize things so there was just a ton of things that I was able to take which is amazing yeah so were you saying no I'm not gonna ask you this because it could be illegal um (laughs) don't ask me that but the answer is yes you know what I was gonna ask you (laughs) okay because I did it too um but yeah I mean you listen you figure out 
you use your resources. You have to. You use your resources. You and I was just very um, intentional about yeah. about it all. And right. was like, okay, I, I know what I've experienced. I know what it feels like to work with an agency. Right. I know what we've asked of them. Mm-hmm. So I know what's going to be asked of me when right. I say that I'm ready to do it. So right. I just, I really... I needed all of the experience that I yeah. had. I needed to work with the client. Yep. I needed to be the client. I yeah. needed to kind of have all understand of those things. All, it was like a 360 training. Totally. So, and, and having an understanding of budgets and all, just so important. all of it. Yeah. So what was your, who was your first client coming out the gate? Coming right out of the gate uh, was this company called Aslani, actually. Okay. And it was funny because... Um, I got an email from the guy and of course you get emails from people, but because, um, I wanted to make sure to work at a certain scale. I didn't want to start at super low budget projects and like homie hookups. So Mm -hmm. I was turning down. We're a real company. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I need a budget because I have people who have worked on very big campaigns who can work on yours. Yep. Um, and so thankfully I got an email from a guy who was like, Hey, I saw your work. I have a company. This wasn't Um, a connection, not a connection at all. Got his email from literally out of nowhere. And I was like, this is a stranger emailing me. This is probably like my fourth email to this email address. Right, exactly. You're like, like, is this Google saying saying that? What's your backup email? (laughs) I'm like, no, this is a real email. Right. So, um, he contacted me and ended up letting me know that he had seen my work via Instagram. He's like, yeah, I Amazing. saw this Jordan campaign, wow. um, followed the model, went to the model's Instagram yeah. page and like saw that you were tagged. And then I saw your name tagged on some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that you opened your own company. And I was like, oh, you followed my Instagram. History. Yeah. But that's I was like, incredible. that's the power of social media. That is, it's so important. Social media is so important. I, so you, we hate to say it is in some respects, yeah. but like, you, it's, it was my resume. For was promotion, for resume. marketing purposes, I mean, social media is really, like, it's the go-to. It is. It's where, like, when you meet people, you're like, should we exchange numbers or Instagram? Well, hey, what's your IG? Yeah, it's just you easier. do that before you, like, if I want to stay in touch with you, I may DM you versus Absolutely. texting you. Absolutely. And that way I can creep a little bit. Exactly. I have some background. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, and so I was completely surprised, but I was like, fantastic, awesome. let's do it. Yeah. Um, we sat on the phone. We talked about what he wanted to do. He was a little bit um they the company were new they were a new clothing company um Um, and they didn't have a ton of knowledge about what sort of stuff they needed so i utilized all of my background from Foot Locker and was like you need this you need this you need this you need this do you want to make sure that you have email assets as well as you know your homepage oh well things that they had no idea yeah just a bunch of different stuff and they were like oh yeah let's do this i'm like okay great so here are the package prices Mm -hmm. Let me know what you think. You send off that email and you're like, Jesus, I hope that you, you literally s- pray. You just you're like, please come back with something. Yeah. Positive. Um, and they were they were fantastic. They were like, awesome. Let's go with this one. How Amazing. soon do you think we can? And I was like, mom, you'll never believe what just happened. Somebody give me money. <laughs> Somebody give I me have money. a client. Yeah. So right. it was awesome. That's um, amazing. And we went, we ended up going through a, you know, a full shoot day with them. Photo, video, motion graphics. Um, it came out fantastic and I I really was just I I impressed myself just because I was like you did this thing without 
all on your own. All by yourself. Yep. You know, so it's cool. I think it's the most special that your first client was not a connection, not a personal connection. Yeah. That almost is like, oh, I'm about to be doing this. Yeah, and that's what it felt like. Right? Yeah, that's what it felt like. And right. I was like, oh, okay, maybe we can, maybe we can. You yeah. Know? Um, and so that initial momentum was In what month was crucial. that? Because uh, you started, you announced in... I, I announced at the beginning of October. Okay. Um, I think we got that mid-October, wow. like mid-October, yeah. Pretty soon after. Pretty soon after, and I was like, this is awesome. That's amazing. We got it. So what has the progression been like? Like, how have you Slow grown? and steady. Slow and steady wins the race, though. Slow and steady. Yeah. There we go. Um, freelancing is, it's good. It's definitely challenging. I'm it's starting a hustle. To, we in were a just way, talking about yep. this earlier. I mean, in a it's way, you've a, never had to hustle. Yeah, literally. I mean, you forget that being at a job, or I forgot that being at a job means that like you're basically handed gigs every day. Yeah. Hey, here's a new assignment. A here's new project, a new, thing. a new gig. Exactly. And you don't have to worry about even in the times that like because working corporate, you're like, I have nothing to work on. Right. But I'm still gonna get paid. Yeah, exactly. And right. that's that's great. That's yes. a nice feeling. Because if you don't have anything to work on now. <laughs> What do I have? I have nothing to work on and no money as right. well. Yeah. So being at a corporate job, you're it's your constant. You're able to get constant gigs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, now being freelance, I very quickly realized that I have to go out and you get gotta those find gigs. Them. Yeah. You know? um, and social media, albeit great, is not the be all end all. Yeah. It's the initial it is only the And initial. then there's other channels that you got to follow through. What's our sustained so, so what are those different, like, channels that you have to put yourself in, you have to use to get new clients and to spread awareness for your company? Well, I'm learning about that now. Okay. I'll be honest. It's but what I have figured out um, is that you just have to keep working. You have to produce work even if it's not for someone else. Because you need oh. to stay at the top of people's minds. Okay. What I have come to believe. No, that you um, absolutely do. Because if they say you're not doing anything, they're like, she doesn't right. have any clients. You know, and especially if where you're discovering me is social media. If I haven't posted in however yeah. long, you literally might think I dropped off the face of the earth. Exactly. Um, and so, and I know that I've personally hired people. I know I hired Mark, mm -hmm. um, Gerard, mm -hmm. um, and a number of other photographers simply because I saw that they were working. Yeah. And I assumed that they were busy. So yep. I thought, let me oh, hit you up. Yep. Yep. You seem like you're, and this was all their own work that they were just doing to do. Very smart. And I'm like, hey, I saw you were doing stuff. Right. So I wanted to hit you up to do something To do else. more stuff. You know? Right. And so, and I think that's been the one thing that if I, if I have any rule, it's like, just keep doing. Don't ever yeah. stop. You just yeah. have to keep doing. The moment that you just like sit there and are like, well, nobody's hitting me up. Yeah. Nobody's going to hit you up because you're sad you're not about not anything. being hit up. You right. know? So... Um, I just very quickly got that mentality and was like, all right, well, when I don't have a client gig, yep. that means that I have time to do my stuff. Working on something for yourself. Exactly. And has that been rewarding to be able to work on your own oh things? Oh my gosh. Is that your favorite thing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I actually, I, and I, I just finished um, my next video project called The Reworks Belly. Um, which is like a larger video series, the reworks, and the first film that we're doing from the series is Hype Williams' Belly. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I gotta show I'm it to intrigued. you. It's a, it's okay. it's primo. Um, yeah. We just announced the screening literally today, and we're gonna wow. do it uh, this week. But it was hey, I have some downtime. Yeah. 
what do I want to do? Yep. And committing myself to completing it. Right. You know, and being like, all right. January was a little December and January is tough for the holidays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean nothing. I literally nothing. Nothing. I'm and not I went through the holidays. Yeah. You start to freak out a little bit. I had a full-blown panic attack. Yeah, like the end of November, like Thanksgiving to Christmas, I was just like, oh wow. Yeah. I may have to move back to Ohio. I literally <laughs> was like, do I have to move back here with my parents? Yeah. I was freaking out because right. October was great. And then November came and it was like Thanksgiving. And then you were like, right. okay, maybe it's You get just... all these out of offices. Right. And you're like, ooh. And then it's Christmas and you're like, okay. And then it's New Year's and you're like, okay. okay. And then it's January and you're like, oh. Okay. So yeah. now it's okay. Yeah. I still don't have anything. Yep. Um, but then you quickly go back and I'm like, I know what it's like to be that corporate. Because you know that, that down. And that's so important to think about is like, I was like, I remember what I was doing when I was working exactly. in a nine to five around the holidays. Exactly. Nothing. I'm not, I'm not thinking about bringing in right. new people. Every email I sent from like December to probably February was like, let's circle back in the new year. Literally. And the new year starts in February and corporate Americas, we're not doing anything in January. And without that, sort of knowledge yeah. that you, you get know, discouraged you can get really discouraged and right. so i had to remind myself i'm like okay you know how this works right come february everybody's like back on it it's black history month yeah. now these brands need to start activating again because they need yeah. content so yeah. i'm like i know how this works okay okay um and thankfully the ball is picking back up so new clients you know so we love it. Go. so it's it. it's it's going well um Amazing. but definitely had a little freak out yeah november december january oh, yeah, yeah. it was like Whoa. Right. And and now that you've been through it, it's just now you can be expecting it. Yes. Every holiday season exactly. you're like this so now we exactly so now we know what we need to do a couple to months gear ahead up. of time. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So what's been the hardest thing about this entire process? Um for me it's been adjusting to finances in all honesty. I'll be honest, it's yeah. been the adjustment. Yeah, you well know? it is an adjustment. From yeah. getting a steady paycheck every couple weeks to your benefits to your insurance yeah yeah it's that was definitely the biggest transition just because i thrive off of stability and yeah. I, I really i am i'm just able to function better when i know that like i'm okay right um and it was you know it was this has just been the first time that i've been unsure yep um and i've just it was scary a little yeah. bit and it, yeah. just a reality check and i'm like and you sort of, you're like, wow, I'm like, I'm almost 30. Like, you can't be out here confused like this. And you're like, I'm supposed to know this stuff. And yeah. so that's that's definitely been the hardest. And I'm right. learning to work through it and like learning yeah. how to budget better and plan better. And I'm like, oh, okay. But like, you know what, for me, am I the only one that thinks, I mean, yes, it's a bit scary. And I, I'm kind of enjoying the nerves that it gives me. I'm just like, Ooh. you know what I mean? Because I'm just like, it's. I have this mindset now, it's always going to work itself out. So now I'm just kind of sitting and waiting to see which one of these ways is going to be the way it works itself Girl, out. Girl, that's God working in your life. Well, that's, I that's mean, yes. It, that's because I have a relationship I was gonna with say, God. Truly, I'm like, that's walking, with, that's walking in faith. That it is, really is. Because some now, you know, the holiday months where I was just like, hmm, I still don't have anything. Yeah. But I was like, this is kind of still fun. And like, <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? I eat tonight. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, well, what's everyone doing? They're like, Janae, it's Tuesday at like 2 p.m. We can't hang out with you. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think that I don't know if I've learned to like enjoy the nerves of it yet. Yeah. But I have learned to walk in faith. 
because yeah. there is that's the only absolutely thing you can do. nothing else for me to do. It's the only thing you can do, um, and I think that's how I got through the holiday season <laughs> was with faith, yes. you know, because as much as I tried. Uh, check didn't appear out of nowhere, nope. you know? And it's no, it's never going to. It's That's, that's not how it's going to work. That's freelancing. And I think that, if anything, my relationship with God and meditation and yes, all that stuff all that has mental. just gotten better because I'm like, it's just me it by is. myself most yep. of the day. Yep. Um, and I have to be my own biggest cheerleader. You I have do. to yeah. I have to constantly tell myself, you can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Even if I don't think that I can. You really do. Have, and, I, and the days are up and down, but you really, at the end of the day, you just have to believe in yeah, yourself. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Nobody else is going to. Absolutely. You have to believe in yourself and you also have to be capable. Yes. Yeah. And well, there's that training, which yeah. you talked about. Exactly. And so you know that you can do what you've set yourself out to do. Right. And like, I think that was crucial because yeah. I didn't go into freelance nervous mm -hmm. i walked into it like i know what I'm doing. i know what i'm doing yeah. i know what i'm bringing to the table yeah. i may not have all the connections to be at said tables right but oh, when i get there and i will get there i deserve to i know be where there. the tables are I'm exactly so i like to wrap up every show with what i call a shot and that is oh my god i'm so bad at shots we're not actually gonna we can take shots with jen if you want um, oh god <laughs> no basically a shot is something small something powerful something strong that you want to pass on mm. what shot do you want to give take your time i will you know what it is the one thing that i've been having to repeat to myself lately which takes me back to college a bit. yeah but excuses are tools of incompetence which build monuments of nothingness and those who practice in its usage seldom amount to anything we need that in writing somewhere yeah. so that... We're taking it back to Greek life. Taking it back to Greek yeah. life. Those excuses days. But that's what it's felt like, really. It's, it's like there's real. no time for excuses. Absolutely you know? not. You, when you are accountable for yourself, um, who, who... I can't go to my manager and say X, no. Y, Z didn't happen. I got to... There just, are, yeah. There are no time for excuses. That, that, I, I love that piece of advice. I think that they're so real. That is even something that people that are in their corporate jobs, still in their corporate jobs, whether they want to leave or not, Excuses are, they're for they're, weak people. They're really opinion, for weak people. They're for really weak people. And I try not to ever make excuses for myself. And when I hear myself, make, and I'm just like, you know what? Let me just stop mid-sentence. Yes. Yeah. No excuses. Because I can feel myself coming up with the reason why, as to why I couldn't nope. accomplish something, but I could have. You could have. You exactly. Could have. I and I think that. that's truly the difference between anybody. Yeah. Um, you 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 just have to do. Yeah. There's not much to it. Just right. just do it. You could go do oh, it. Nike. You know that. what I mean? Yeah. They were onto something with that. They absolutely were. Wow, years ago. So crazy. What's next for you? I mean, you kind of yeah. told us about your screening that you just yes. announced today, but like, tell tell us more about that. What's next for you? Where can people find you yeah. if they want to stay in touch? If they want to book you. So next up um, is. The, I'm going to start crowdfunding for my next short film called mm -hmm. Her Keeper, which is ideally coming um, fall of 2020. Okay. Um, so we're about to start crowdfunding for that. So I'm really excited to announce that. Um, but most most immediately is this week we have the screening for um, the Reworks Belly, which is a a small sort of video vignette series okay. um, that we're doing of rework scenes from iconic black films. Um, and the first film is Belly by Hype Williams. So I love it. Really excited. We're going to be screening it at Nighthawk in Brooklyn. 
Um, so it's going to be fun. Very cool. Yeah. And where can everyone find you? Where can they get in touch with you? You can find me on the internet streets um, yes. at It's McColl. Um, and then at my website, McColl.work. Amazing. I'm around. She's around. She's open for work. Yes, I am open, available, booked, not, enough, not busy enough. <laughs> you know? You're going to be busy very soon. I'm ready for it. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for this. This was so fun. This was awesome. I'm going to be. It means a lot that you did this. I, and I just have to say, because we talked about this a while we ago, really about you, did. you know, leaving your job and, and having a conversation about what it feels like to yeah. have done this yep. and to sit across from another young black woman who has also been like, I'm going to take a leap of faith as well. Yeah. Is so freaking This cool. was special. And especially when I saw you for the first time. At CultureCon, it was the first time I was back yeah. from Europe, yeah. and you had just quit. I was just—I just gave you this hug. I, I like, know. I'm so proud of you. It was, it was a special and I remember moment. being like, I saw all of your stuff on Instagram. Like you were just out here yeah. living. Yeah. Wow. We were—we did it. Yeah, we did it. We did. Very proud of you. I'm proud of you too. Thank you for this. This is awesome. You are very welcome. Thank yeah, you. Of course.